Welcome to a bonus episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island, Frank. Hey guys. Let's get the housekeeping out of the way real quick. BG Mania and Level Down Games is entirely self-funded as a passion project. If you'd like to see it continue to grow and become something even bigger, consider supporting us through one or all of the affiliate links listed in the description of this podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us. Dude, we are finally doing this episode. Uh, this this bonus episode has been sitting on the back burner seven months. Seven months, yes, yes. Yeah, we, we talked about doing this uh, as far back as December of 2017 when this game officially came out. Uh, I've had this playlist sitting on YouTube. I, I, we recently just talked about how I'd put everything in playlists on YouTube and a special BG Mania account on the uh, most recent episode, the Radio R Volume 13 from this past Wednesday. Uh, this has been sitting in its own playlist on that account since December. Uh, I, I have been waiting to do this episode, and yeah, it's finally time. Uh, we are we are definitely going to be making an effort to get back to releasing one bonus episode of BG Mania every month, because that is that is that was a goal that we had when we started the show. We wanted to do at least one, sometimes two or more bonus episodes a month. But I mean, obviously, that's a little unrealistic based on everything that we do. So we're going to be doing one bonus episode a month going forward, even if it's just me. There will be one bonus episode a month going forward. So obviously, when we get back to this, we we decided the first one that we should probably do is the one that we've been talking about the longest and that's xenoblade chronicles 2 which did officially launch december 1st 2017 exclusively on the nintendo switch uh, i have a lot of information about this game that we're going to dive through um throughout this bonus episode it's the, uh, the bonus episodes are obviously a lot different we're not going to talk as much in between the tracks so the only thing i will say right now is that xenoblade chronicles 2 did have four individual composers uh the legendary yasunori mitsuda was one of the composers we have ace team which is consisted of tomori kudo and chico we have kenji hiramatsu hey, yo, chico chico reza ramon no not him uh kenji hiramatsu and manami kiyota uh, the opening track you heard there leading into this bonus episode was You Will Recall Our Names from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which was composed by Kenji Hiramatsu. I actually do have individual credits for every song that we're going to be playing today, which is really nice. And I have a ton of other bonus information based off of who, you know, who, the, the performers for like the violins, the pianos, the guitars. Like I have all that information. I was able to find a lot of stuff on this. So it's going to be really, really fun. But let's go ahead and jump in immediately to track number two on this bonus episode. Uh, you will recall our names was a battle theme. This next one is also a battle theme. This one is titled Counterattack.
that was Counter Attack from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Again, that one was composed by Kenji Hiramatsu. Uh, he was probably the, the composer that has the most credits on that soundtrack. So I would just, I would argue that he he is the main composer for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And it's funny because that's he how he did something, huh? <laughs> well, he doesn't have too many games to his credit. Yeah. So he is the main composer of Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenoblade Chronicles 2. But he also worked on way back in 1999, Bomberman 64, the second attack. Which sucked. It was awful. The music was good. The music was good, but that game sucked. Yeah, that, that game was that game was pretty crappy. Um, but yeah, no. So I guess let's go ahead and start diving into a little bit of the uh, some of the actual other people that you're hearing in these tracks that aren't the actual composers. So anytime in a track you hear an orchestral arrangement, you know, in, a, in an orchestral accompaniment behind it, uh, the orchestra is the Kanagawa Philharmonic Orchestra. Uh, the solo concert master is Yasunai Ishida. The concert master and solo violinist is Tetsuyo Tozawa. And the conductors are Shimpei Sasaki and Mirai Abi. So I was able to find that out. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. I don't know uh, what tracks they're involved with because that it doesn't say. But anytime oh, you hear um, in pretty much anytime you hear an orchestral accompaniment to any of these tracks, that's who you're hearing. We'll get into more of the actual performers that are in that um, Kanagawa Philharmonic Orchestra here in a little while. And I'll, I also have any times there's soloists or symphony choirs, string groups like I, I was able to find a lot of information out about Xenoblade Chronicles 2 because uh, for whatever reason, this one has a ton of credits available to you that you're able to search for and find. So I, I do really like that. Uh, and if anyone hasn't played Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I highly recommend it. I put 90 hours into this game when it first came out. Uh, I, I absolutely love this game. Such a very, very emotional and very strong story. Uh, JRPGs are obviously my thing, but uh, this is fantastic. I highly recommend this game. Um, okay. Track number three on this bonus episode for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Let's go ahead and take a listen to The Ancient Vessel.
And that was The Ancient Vessel from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, composed by Manami Kiyota. And Manami Kiyota, the compositions that are, are very slow, very melodic, very beautiful that you hear on the soundtrack, typically composed by Manami Kiyota. Uh, sadly, though, sadly, that's the only track we're going to hear composed by Manami Kiyota today. But uh, no, just the other stuff that I picked. And I didn't know who had composed what track when I was going through and picking what I wanted to do on this bonus episode. Uh, just the way that it fell. I mean, luckily, we have representations from all four of the composers in this bonus episode. But just this is the only track in particular that Manami Kiyota was involved with. So pretty crazy. But uh, the ancient vessel that is for Pyra, the main character of while the main female lead character of Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Rex is the lead male protagonist. Uh, Pyra is his blade and basically his companion. And she is basically known as the Ancient Vessel. So ah, that all makes sense then. Yeah, so, so this is basically like pretty much her theme, but at the same time, it's not really a theme, so it is what it is. But beautiful piece of music. Um, there is a lot of rock, a lot of metal found in the soundtrack, but there's also a lot of slower, more beautiful, more meaningful stuff as well. So I really like that this it just goes all dude, this this bonus episode is gonna go all over the place. It's balanced well. Yeah, it's very balanced well. Um, but this bonus episode is gonna go all over the place. Um, but the beginning of that track, you heard a little bit of a choir. That yes. is the Bratislava Symphony Choir, based out of Bratislava, Slovakia. I don't know if Bratislava is a city. I'm assuming that it is. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's the capital of Eastern Europe. Okay. But yeah, uh, that, that symphony choir is located in Slovakia. The conductor is David Hernando Arico. The recording engineer is Martin Roller. The choir preparation is done by Andres Siraj. The, the librarian is Jan Mazen. <laughs> And uh, okay. yeah, and uh, it says this was recorded on location at the Slovak National Radio. So pretty cool. I don't actually have the performers, though, like who's actually in that symphony choir uh, that I was not able to find. But uh, let's go ahead and take a listen to track number four today. Again, from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. That's all you're going to hear today. Music from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. This one is the Kingdom of Uriya, the night version.
that was the Kingdom of Uriah, the knight version from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, composed by Kenji Hiramatsu. Uh, again, like that, that's the third time we've heard his name. And we're only four tracks. We're already four tracks in. So, like I said, he's basically the main composer of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, let's go ahead and take a look at some of the actual performers, though, because I do feel like there's there's a lot of them in here, and, and we're not gonna we're not gonna go through this entire list on on, on one thing. We're gonna split this up. Uh, low whistles and tin whistles were done by Akio Naguchi, the Irish harp. <laughs> is that what that is? Just like any time, like what's a tin whistle? I have no idea. Okay, me neither. Uh, the Irish harp is Chiaki Umida. Piano is Fabian Reza Pane. And the violin is Yu Manabi. Another very, very beautiful track, though, found within Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Uh, the daytime version, uh, a little bit faster, but not much. This The, the Kingdom of Uriah has very beautiful music in it. Um, if you remember from the... We did a couple tracks from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 in like our boss theme episode. There was one in a radio hour before. Um, anytime there's a daytime and nighttime version of the same track, they are pretty similar, but the daytime version is usually a little bit faster, whereas the nighttime version is usually a little bit more slower and melodic, just because obviously nighttime, you know, quiet, peaceful. People want to be sleeping, usually. I do tend not to sleep at night much, but... Uh, um, I sleep most of the time during the day, but even then, it's not that much. I, I never sleep. You sleep too much. You sleep or sometimes. You sleep sometimes both day and night. That's because I work so hard. I deserve a nap. Yeah, eating all that ice cream at the ice cream bar. Well, that, that'll definitely put you in a diabetic shock, which will help you go to bed. So it's, <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, okay, man. Well, let's go. Let's pick the speed up back up a little bit. Let's go ahead and take a listen to the bringer of chaos, otherwise known as Zeke's theme. the bringer of chaos otherwise known as zeke's theme from xenoblade chronicles 2 composed by ace team ace team consists of tomori kuda and chico um zeke is a fantastic character dude like you better just shut your damn mouth right now you don't want to call him zeke you will call him his highness the crown prince ozzy clearis bron of tantal okay wow otherwise known as zeke uh, oh, zeke. <laughs> you look that up <laughs> 
I don't know. Okay. Uh, he is such a good character that he is basically the comic relief in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So he's like this character that him and his blade, and his blade is like super funny and super cute. But uh, him and her... The blade's like, name is Pandaria. Yes. Uh, thanks. I couldn't remember that. But um, they... When they're going through and doing all these things, like they're trying to basically stop Rex and Pyra and the crew for the longest time. Um just these bad things, these unfortunate, like these, like Lemony Snicket, dude, the series of unfortunate events, like all these things keep happening to Zeke, where like this boulder will fall off a cliff and trap him underneath, or, you know, like part of the land will give way and he'll fall down into some water. Like, just, it's really, really cool that uh, he's just this, like I said, he's this comic relief character, but he's such a badass at the same time. He's got this great look. Uh, when he does eventually join your party as a playable character, he is freaking powerful beyond belief dude like he is amazing to to so the point where he your main attacker pretty much he should be like he's he's more powerful than rex if done correctly um so just it's it's really really well done uh I, like i said fantastic character really enjoyed it um but that track had a lot of guitar so i think we should at least try to get through this section here um what's an eru e-r-h-u that's some type of instrument i've not heard of that before but anytime you hear that instrument it's being done by raiku suchia Drums. It's a, it's what is a crazy it? looking violin. Okay, there you go. Uh, drums are done by Yu Yamachi. The acoustic guitar, banjo, and mandolin are handled by Kochiru Tasaru, Tashiru. Uh, other acoustic guitars, electric guitars, are done by Kiyofumi Machiz- Mochizuki, Masato Ishinari, and Yoko Taro. Now I want to stop there for a second. Yoko Taro. I don't. I. I. Dude, it cannot be the same person. But Yoko Taro is the main person behind the Nier franchise. There's no way it's the same person. If it is, that's freaking fantastic. But yeah, Yoko Taro is the uh, the main person behind Nier and Nier Automata, and he's such he's such he's a really good guy. Uh, spoken to him twice through social media. Uh, Yoko Taro is fantastic. I, there's no way it's him. Uh, and then if well, it is, it is. Yeah, <laughs> if, if it is, it's fantastic. Uh, and then the electric bass is done by Tabuken. Yosuke Mochida and Hitoshi Watanabe. So there we go. A little bit more credits out of the way. We've got a lot more to get through. Like I said, I, I was able to find credits for every single thing in this game. So uh, we'll, we'll get through that here in a bit. But I do think we'll go ahead and go ahead and take a look at the next track now. Track number six in this bonus episode. We're doing 16 tracks. So track number six is titled Roaming the Wastes.
And that was Roaming the Wastes from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, composed by Kenji Hiramatsu. Um, this is the main theme of the city of Morardane. And it, pretty much anytime you're in like the general vicinity of Morardane, it's not like what you're hearing in the actual city itself, but when you're in the actual fields walking around, but obviously when you're not in battle, but just when you're, you know, exploring the areas directly around Morardane, you hear this music, which is why it's titled Roaming the Wastes. Uh, Morardane is very, like, it, it's it has like that, like, Dude, I don't even know the right words, but like waste type of a setting to it. It's just a it's a, it's a unique city, um, but it's it's a very powerful city, and basically like this over overruling empire uh, is it, that's their home, and it's it's a very powerful city. But like you know, you have these like steam, very like steam everywhere, pistons going up from out of the ground. It just it it has that different look to it, and and I don't know, I like it. It's cool, um, and it's a very very catchy track. I really enjoy that track. But let's go ahead and back and get to some of the credits. So flutes and alto flutes are handled by Hideyu Takakua and Yomiki, Yumika Miyazaki. Uh, the piccolo and the flute, another flute, is done by Michio Morikawa. More flutes, Dogen Kinuwaki and Akane Suzuki. And then oboes are handled by Bunkichi Arakawa, Konami Araki, and Miyuki Onishi. Onishi. These may not actually be following tracks that they're featured in, so I'm just uh, going down credits because, like I said, I, I, I when we do these types of bonus episodes, I definitely want to try to give credit to as many people as possible when we're specifically spotlighting one particular game. I know we always credit the composers, but when we when we are actually looking and taking a deep dive into a game, I think it's I think it's beneficial to you know point out some of these people that of maybe wouldn't get recognition otherwise. So pretty cool. Um, but let's go ahead and take a listen to track number seven. If you remember, the first track you ever heard us do here on BG Mania from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was the Enderline Praetorium night theme, which I thought was really awesome. And I wanted Frank to hear that one first because I knew he would fall in love with it because it's basically like a Gregorian chant type of a song. Yeah. Uh, that was the night version. In the bonus episode, I do want to play the daytime version. So this is Enderline Praetorium day version. Yeah. 
than that was the Enderline Praetorium Day Theme, otherwise known as We Are the Chosen Ones, from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, composed, the first time we've heard of something from him, composed by Yasunori Mitsuda. About time we got him on the show. But the actual vocals in that track, just like we talked about with the nighttime theme in that episode of Radio Hour, uh, Anunya is, is handles all that. But I did find out a lot more information on Anunya this time around. This Last time I didn't have this information because I couldn't find it. This time I do have it. So the conductor for Anunya is Michael McGlynn featuring Danelle Kearney and Andrea Delany. I'm assuming Andrea Delany is the the lead female soloist that you hear there because Danelle Kearney is the male soloist that we'll hear in another track here in, in just a few minutes. Uh, sopranos are Sarah DiBella, Miriam Blennerhassett, Rachel Thompson, Dominique Cunningham, Hannah Trainer, and Andrea Delany. Baritones are Michael McGlynn, who is also the conductor, Zachary Troughton, Francis Flood, and Danelle Kearney. And then bass is Sam Crudenweiss. Jan Jan Kuhar and Nick Stapel, not Frank from Level Down Games. Wow. I'm just trying to get some credit for something on this episode. Nope. You get nothing. You get nothing. You're lucky you're even here. Bonus episodes don't need you. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, All right, dude. Let's go ahead and take a look. Let's speed it back up with another battle theme. This one is simply titled Battle. And that was Battle, with two exclamation points. From battle! <laughs> from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, composed by Kenji Hiramatsu. Uh, another, obviously, <laughs> you can tell exactly what that is from the title. Uh, that's another battle theme. There's quite a few different battle themes. That is, that is the battle that theme. That is the battle theme. Uh, there's quite a few different battle themes found. Uh, each, you know, regular... Everyday battles out in the world have different themes. There's different themes where if you're attacking like unique monsters or extra hard monsters, bosses have their own individual battle themes. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is full of battle music, and it's all really catchy and really good. There's quite a few battle themes that we're not playing in this bonus episode that are worth checking out. Um, the whole soundtrack is excellent. Like this is definitely one of the highlights we're from 2017. We're playing tracks from the soundtrack, so what are you talking about? No, the actual soundtrack has like 80 or 90. There was only a sound sample released that only has like 16 or 20 tracks on it. Yeah, that's, but, that's, that's, that's the whole thing. Okay, that's not the whole thing. No, no, no. 
Um, the entire soundtrack is like 80 or 90 deep, if not more. But um, yeah, no, for whatever reason, Nintendo, when they released the soundtrack here, they only put out a small sampler and it's only like 20 tracks. So it's not even it's not even close to being a third of the entire soundtrack. So I don't know why they did that. I wish they would have just put out the whole thing. It would have been a lot easier. Um, but yeah, no, there's so many different battle themes in Xenoblade Chronicles 2 that it's impressive and they're all really good. But I definitely I definitely recommend checking out the entire soundtrack because it is one of the highlights from 2017. It actually, even though this came out December 1st, it's one of the best soundtracks of 2017. And we actually did have that listed uh, for a nominee last year during the Level Down Games Awards. So pretty cool. A um, couple more credits. Clarinets, Hirihito Naki, Naoki Ayuda, Hiroyuki Fukushima, and Yuri Shinosuka. Bassoons were done by Masamichi Sazaki, Juri Miyazaki, Yoto Minikami, and Nonuka Ishii. Solo flugelhorns are done by Mitsuhiro Kojima, and horns are done by Jonathan Hamill, Tomohiro Kato, Yuta Ono, and Yu Suzuki. Now, we did this earlier with Yoko Taro. Uh, Yu Suzuki is the freaking creator of Shenmue. Yeah, Yu Suzuki is the creator of Shenmue and one of obviously the uh, the the leading creators of games over at Sega. Uh, chance of it being the same person zero, but hilarious nonetheless that the, 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 these names are crossing over like that. Uh, we've got a couple more credits to get through. We are going to run out on eventually. The, on the flugel horn, we had Chuck Mangione. <laughs> No, uh, there, there's there's a couple there's a couple more credits to get through, but we will run out of credits before we before we run out of tracks to play. So we will have some some other things to talk about in between some of the other tracks here coming up. Maybe we'll come up with a liner note or two. Yeah, we got some liner notes, maybe a couple little fun facts about Xenoblade Chronicles 2 later in the episode. But uh, let's go ahead and take a look at track number nine. This one is Shadow of the Lowlands. Shadow of the Lowlands from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. That one was composed by Yasunori Mitsuda, and that is another track on the actual album that features the vocals from Anunya, 
who is the same one that did the uh, Endoline Praetorium chants from that we heard earlier and that we heard in a previous episode of Radio Hour. Now, we already did talk about them earlier, but uh, I was able to figure out who the solo vocalist was on that track, and that was Donnell Kearney. So he is the one, he is the, the main male voice that you hear on that track. So just another very slow, very melodic, kind of chanty in nature. And I do, I really, really like that stuff, man. I really do. What's funny, though, is that anytime Anunya is involved in a track, Yasunori Mitsuda was the composer. So you can definitely tell that he had some type of love for that group as well, just because uh, he composed a lot of the stuff where they were involved. So I thought that was really, really cool. I think what we'll do, we'll go ahead and turn it up to 10. We're not going to turn it up to 11. Oh, come on, Brian. We have to. No, we're not going to turn up to 11 because this is only track number 10. We'll turn oh, it to okay. <laughs> I get it, you so. sneaky snake. You. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and turn it up to 10 from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 once again. This is the driver's battle theme. was the driver's battle theme from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, composed by Ace Team. Again, that's Tamori Kudo and Chico. What game is this from? Xenoblade Chronicles 2, dude. The entire episode is on Xenoblade oh. Chronicles 2. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, this comes out... This is gonna... This actually is posting on Sunday, July 29th. So, in about a month and a half, there will be a DLC story expansion releasing for Xenoblade Chronicles 2. It comes out in the middle of September. Uh, they're also selling it as a as a standalone disc as well to where if you don't have the base game you can buy that extra story expansion and play through it just to see it uh for people that like like want to trade it in their game or you know for whatever reason um never bought the base game which would be kind of weird if you wanted to play the story expansion and never played the original game so that that doesn't make too much sense to me but i do like that they're selling the dlc separately it's very much like what they did with um Uncharted 4 and then the Lost Legacy with uh, okay. Chloe and uh, Nadine. So it's it is like story expansion DLC content, but they're they're p- passing it off as 
a separate side story that you don't necessarily need to have to have played the main game in order to understand and, and want to experience. So that's kind of neat. Um, but that track featured some some violinists heavily. So I think now would be a good time to talk about the strings section that for for the credits. And there uh, are Davis, um, no, any Youngman, no, 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 no. Uh, so anytime violins were used on a track, it was the Mario. Mario, I'm assuming is how you would say that. The Mario strings. Mario? No, not Mario. Not Mario. But uh, Mario is what I'm going to go with. The strings. And uh, there are so many violinists that we that I mean, we would be here probably a good 10 minutes if I read off all the different names of, of everyone. So we're just going to focus on the solo violinist, which is Kochiro Morio, who I'm assuming the entire group is named after because her, the, that person's last name is the same as the strings group. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. <laughs> so they are the solo violinist. And then the first violins, uh, besides that person, Tomomi Tokunga, Ayaki Notomi, Eya Ito, Shoki Oki, Kyoko Ishigami, Yuki Nakajima, Risa Yamamoto, Rina Odera, Tetsuyo Shushima, Yuki Neo, and Machi Okabe. Man, some of these names are hard. Now we'll move on to track number 11, though. Now that we've got 11. that out of the way, we'll move on to track this number be- 11. This better be the most rocking tune you have. Don't you bring it down. I don't think it's bringing. We're not bringing it down. We're going to another battle theme. We're going to do another battle theme. This one here is the Torna boss theme. And that was the Torna boss theme from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Again, that one was composed by Ace Team, Tomori Kudo, and Chico. It's the last time we're going to hear those today. So no the, more Chico? Uh, no more Chico, no more Ace Team on today's episode. The uh, the final five songs are not composed by them at all. So um, the last five songs are composed by two individuals. Three from one, two from another. So, But another freaking awesome rocking tune there. Uh, I love how it starts out with that like tra- traditional Japanese fanfare a little bit there at the beginning of the track, and then it kicks in just to some rocking freaking speed rock or speed metal, whatever you want to call it. Like it's very very cool. I like that track a lot. And that was a let me tell you right now, that was a hard ass bass uh, boss theme, dude. Like or boss battle. Like that one, it, was it was that was that main boss or no? No 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 no. But that one there is where you're going against uh, Jin. And the leader of Torna and one other character. I don't remember the names. It's been a while. 
I play so many games that I tend to forget small details like names. But uh, I, I remember Jin specifically just because he was such a badass of an enemy and a, and a character that really had a a, a tragic story. Like his, I, I really feel like there could have been a road to redemption for him, but it just that, that I would like to see them follow that path at some point. I think that would have been really, really cool. Um, I was kind of hoping the DLC would potentially do that, but it didn't. So kind of sucks. But yeah, dude, um, great freaking piece of music there. We got a couple more credits to get out of the way and then we're going to be done with the credits. So we'll just finish the credits off now in terms of actual people behind the scenes working on these things. So trumpets were done by Kenichi Sujimoto, uh, Chionho Yun, Toshio Tanaka were the three trumpets or trumpeteers, I guess, if you want to call them that. Uh, the trumpets, trumpets, <laughs> trombones were done by Hikaru Koga, Hasami Okimura and Sakan Ishihara. I played trombone in high school. Not a very fun instrument to play. I kind of hated it. Uh, I played the baritone horn because I was cooler than you. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say that's really cool, but uh, the, the whoa, 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 it's like a baby tuba. It's the coolest because <laughs> you weren't cool enough to play the tuba. I did not want to carry that down the the street while we marched so <laughs> thing is huge now the trot we didn't march in, in my because we didn't have like a we didn't have a football team in my high school so we didn't have a marching band or but, streets because you grew up in the middle of nowhere you goddamn hick we had streets but there was just one street um <laughs> but yeah no the, the trombone it hurt my lips just because of like how you're constantly like how the, just the way that you have to blow into that mouthpiece well it, it's like a there you yeah, go. That's, but, that's a probably translates really well to the audio. Uh, but, 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 but I'm assuming the 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 the, uh, the tuba and the baritone tuba. I'm, I'm assuming that those are, are very similar. So my lips are always like really red, really chapped, kind of bleeding. Like I, I only played trombone for a few years just because I ended up hating it. Uh, speaking of tubas, though, tubas were done by Shimpei Sugita, and then the percussionists are Midori Takada, Megumi Nozaki, Kazuma Masi, Oya, and Yasunori Mitsuda. <laughs> ah. Yep. And that is that is Yasunori Mitsuda. <laughs> you know they call somebody who hangs out with the band? What's that? A percussionist. <laughs> it's not a groupie? It's, not, it's, it's, it's an old joke. They just had a drummer. But see, I, I, I evolved and I kept it, I kept it mm -hmm. freaky for you. Yeah. So, so, so this part of the... Um, in this game, is Shulk in this game or no? Just last no, one? no. That's just the first Xenoblade. Shulk is not in... Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X either. Oh, okay. Because I obviously I know the character from the Smash Brothers. Yeah, so that's yeah, what yeah, I, yeah. That's what I, that's what I know of Xenoblade. So. Right. Shulk is the main character of the first Xenoblade game on the Wii. Okay. And then the Wii U one was X. Did not have Shulk, and now two was on the Switch. And again, uh, same universe. Just he's not in the game. So. Eh, maybe DLC. Uh, I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, I, I'm just, curious. The city, Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> the uh, the producer of Xenoblade Chronicles did say that he does want to make X two and Xenoblade Chronicles three. So Xenoblade three, he does want to make a sequel to the Wii U version and a sequel to the one we just got on the Switch as well. So um, I'm assuming they'll probably go to X two next, just because it's just kind of how they're doing things. So I'm hoping that makes it on Switch. I would like to. They take it generally takes them about three years to make a game. Um, so if that's the case, we could potentially see a game in 2020 or maybe 2021, another Xenoblade game, which would potentially be the tail end of the Switch's life cycle. So we'll have to see. But we're going to go ahead and move into we're going to slow things down now. We're going to go ahead and move into our 12th track on this bonus episode. This one is the World Tree.
that was the World Tree from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. If you couldn't tell, that one was composed by Yasunori Mitsuda. Uh, it definitely had that very Yasunori Mitsuda feel to it. You even said that as soon as it started, that you could tell that this was a Mitsuda composition. So, so you're telling me this was not a Nunya? This was not a Nunya. Yeah. So you think, so, so was this a Slovakian Bratislava Symphony Choir? It most likely was, yeah. It most yeah, likely was. It has to be one or the other, right? Yeah, it, it, yeah it, it most likely was. Um, just because that one there, it definitely, I, I guess you could say it was more choir in nature than it was chanting, because the, the two tracks that Anunia are credited on, or I guess three, if you if you count day and night theme of the Indoline Praetorium, um, it's very much, they're, they're way more like Gregorian chant in nature as opposed to just being a traditional choir. So I, I'm assuming that that was the Bratislava Symphony Choir on that one there. Yes. I, I looked up a little fact about like, you know, like how much work Mitsuda actually put into this game, like music wise. Oh, okay. It's a lot. Uh, yeah, it is a lot. <laughs> First of all, contributions for over 300 musicians. Is it over 20,000 sheets of uh, music? But the actual, like all the files he had was over a terabyte. That's crazy. Of just the music. That's crazy. Can you imagine? That is a lot. I mean, I we go through a lot of music every week when we we're picking tracks for BG Mania upcoming episodes. I couldn't imagine a terabyte of information to, to to sift through. I mean, granted, they had more than a week to do it, but still. Still, that's a lot. That's a yeah. whole whole lot. Yeah, it's it's a freaking ton. It's a it's a it's a ton. Like that that's impressive. So, um, four tracks left on this bonus episode. Two of them are battle themes. Two of them are slower themes. So let's go ahead and move into a battle theme right now. We're going to pick things back up a little bit. This one is titled Still Move Forward, otherwise known as Battle Theme. Theme? Theme. Theme is not a word. Battle Theme number three. was still move forward otherwise known as battle theme number three from xenoblade chronicles 2 composed by kenji hiramatsu um, that was battle theme <laughs> battle theme yeah exactly that was battle theme <laughs> um that is going to be a a piece of music that you hear quite often as you get later into the game um what's, what's interesting about xenoblade chronicles 2 is that depending on the the section you're at in the story the, the battle themes that you hear when you enter into random battles or boss battles, boss battles are always unique. That's what I really like about this game and games that, that do something similar to where every boss battle has its own theme. I really like that. But a lot of the random battles you get into have different themes based on the point you're at in the story. So the enemies that you're engaging with in the probably I want to say like the the later 
third of the game, like the, as you're as you're nearing the end, is when you're going to start hearing battle theme number three kick in for most of the random battles. Um, great, another it's rocking it's piece it's of music it's as well. Harder battles, anything? Yes, yes. As you get higher up into levels, yep. But uh, again, it's another great freaking a rocking piece of music there. Um, the entire soundtrack to Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is so solid. It's so good. I know we mentioned that early in the episode, but for this game coming out in December of 2017, you know, the tail end of the year and having, in my opinion, one of the stronger soundtracks of the entire year is pretty impressive. Um, I, I implore you, if you are enjoying the music that you're listening to on this bonus episode, go seek the entire soundtrack. It's very long. The entire soundtrack is very long, but it's very in-depth. It's very diverse. Um, it's it's really, really good. There's just so much. There's a lot of rock, some metal, piano tunes, slower stuff, chanting, choirs. It's really good. It's really well done. Uh, I have to I have to tip my hat to everyone involved with this soundtrack because it's just so good. Um, and it's just going to get better because we got three tracks left and the, the way that I organized this, I did kind of put it in order of where the, the, the themes do take place throughout the game. Okay. So, um, you know, the ones that we've heard earlier are things that you hear earlier in the game and the ones that we're hearing later in the episode are things that you hear later in the game. Um, the next piece of music we're about to hear takes place at a very pivotal moment in the story, a very emotional moment in the story. This one is titled Elysium. That was Elysium from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, composed by Yasunori Mitsuda. Um, he's such he's such a freaking pro when it comes to composing these slower, emotional, powerful songs. And like I said, this track plays at a very pivotal moment, a very emotional moment in the game that I'm not going to give away. 
uh, during during the actual recording because if you haven't played this game and you're listening to the music and you're inspired to go check this game out i do think this is a journey worth experiencing a game worth playing through and the entire game builds up to this moment like this definitely takes place on the tail end of the game the um, whole game builds to a crappy matt damon movie oh, that was a matt damon movie wasn't it yeah yeah no, there's 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 a place in the world of Xenoblade Chronicles 2 known as Elysium, and you are trying to basically get there. But I don't want to spoil what happens when you get there or anything like that, just because, like I said, that that that's plot points that I that I don't think are worth mentioning or talking about to anyone that hasn't played the game. Um, but everything builds up to this, dude. And there is a decent amount of game left after you you find Elysium. So it's like not the very end of the game. But it is definitely near the, you know, near near the end of the game, like within the final hours. Um, and it's just really, really, really well done, dude. Like everything that happens after that, it's all it's all very beautiful. Um, I actually, like I said, when when I finished Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I sat there, I watched the credits, I cried. I mean, we're, we're, we're playing the credits theme at, to like to close out the episode. So definitely stick around for that. I, I cried during that credits theme. And I just I remember saying to myself, like, this game was absolutely beautiful. Like just the the story told everything that they did with this it was it was amazingly well done so I was very happy just, with it not just listening to this I was actually picturing what Elysium could even look like mm-hmm. I'm, which I'm is what I was doing the entire time playing through the game like like wow what am I gonna find when I get there what does this mythical it's supposed to be like Eden dude like what is this like mythical well, place it, be like Elysium itself is actually named for the Greek like Elysium or Elysian fields like you know yes, the yes, open yes, fields yes, of the yes, afterlife yes. which yes. you may have seen you may have seen if you played uh, God of War mm-hmm. 3 yeah no 100% yeah. yeah but but yeah which which is very similar to the Garden of Eden in Christianity so um, it's just like a, which, which, which gave us an awesome song in the Garden of Eden, baby. <laughs> Although Stradivarius didn't do a song called Elysium too, so you know they did. They there. did. They did. See, I know things. <laughs> just yeah, just not, not, not important. Not important things. Just no. things. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's go ahead and take a listen to the last battle theme we're going to hear for today. This one is titled "After Despair and Hope," otherwise known as the final boss theme.
And that was After Despair and Hope, otherwise known as the final boss theme from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, composed by Kenji Hiramatsu. Badass. Yeah, dude. Great freaking final boss theme. Uh, final boss? It took me a good probably seven, eight tries to actually beat it. Uh, very challenging boss. It's It's one of those that unless you have the perfect combination of characters in your party the perfect combination of everything it is challenging as hell you can beat it with any combination technically but it will require a lot more strategic planning item usage and just luck (laughs) Um, which is what I had to rely on because I did not have the perfect combination needed in order to because there it got to a point where like I got there I tried it five six times I had to look up actual other people's opinions on this boss and like see, okay, what the hell am I doing wrong and what are they doing right? So like I had I just, to, huh? well, I just pulled up a picture of the final boss. Holy crap. <laughs> Sick looking dude. It's awesome. Um, but you no, know, like I had to look on, you know, like I had to go to the old, the old website that we always talked about back in the, uh, the early days, game facts, uh, I had to check there and see what people were doing. I had to check on YouTube for people that had already, you know, like videos up of, of the final boss and how they did it just to see what they were doing. wrong. And they weren't doing anything different than what I was doing. They just had a better party or better blades with better abilities that I just didn't have access to um, because the blades that you get throughout the story are random. So you do find you just, these. Do you have to like grind to get other blades? Yes, you do. Yeah, you have to. So you have to find these core crystals. Uh, there's common core crystals. There's rare core crystals, and then there's like legendary core crystals. Um, you, oh, just like uh, Star Wars, the the Kyber crystals. So you make your own blade. Basically, yeah. Um, and when you so when you get one of these, you resonate with the core crystal, and that has the chance to spawn a rare blade, which is like a named blade or a. With with unique character art, I should say. All the blades are named, but one with unique character art specifically done by somebody. Like Tetsuya Nomura, I believe, designed one of the one of the blades in the game. Um and then Cosmos from Xeno the Xenozaga trilogy is another blade in the game. Um But most of the other blades have generic character art. They still have names though. But you have like it's like a one in ten chance or like a one in twenty chance of getting an actual good rare blade when you resonate with these crystals. Obviously, that chance goes up the the higher you you know the better crystal that you're resonating with. So if you can get a legendary core crystal, you have basically like a one in two chance of getting a rare blade. Still not guaranteed. Oh, nice. It's still not guaranteed. And I only got one legendary core crystal throughout the entire time I played the game. Um, but there was a couple blades that I really wanted on my in my party that I never had access to. So and those were like the more powerful ones in the game. So it's definitely luck throughout the entire story, which blades you're going to have to be able to use in battle. But then um, the, the boss itself requires some very precise movements. You know, you definitely have to use everything. Like usually when you get to a final boss in some JRPGs, you can just surrogate if you're overleveled or just, you know, rely on the same couple abilities. No, you have to basically use everything you've learned the entire last 80 hours on this final boss to take him down. And it's crazy. It's very, very hard, very challenging, but I enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, and it definitely was a feeling of accomplishment when I did finally get through it. So it was really cool. Um, but I did mention that I cried during the credits so the playout theme that we're going to be or the playout song that we're going to be doing on this bonus episode is titled One Last You, which was composed by Yasunori Mitsuda with vocals done by Jen Bird. 
Uh, Jen Bird is she she pretty much did all of the female vocals anytime on the soundtrack. She is the the, the female singer that you're going to hear. But uh, this song is so freaking emotional. And again, I'm not going to say why, um, but something like the the final moments of the game. Like you're in the cutscene, like you've already beaten the final boss. Okay. The final moments of the game. This song kicks in within the final moments of the game before the credits even start rolling. And then there's just some some things that happen that broke me, dude. Like it just it it was it it, it just tugged at the heart. It just dude, it was such a beautiful experience. Um, there is a little stinger after the credits. I know some games have that now, some games don't. So there is something that does take place after the credits. So it is worth watching through the credits and sticking around to see what happens. But uh, very, very freaking beautiful game. I, I am very much looking forward to whatever the Monolith Soft does next, the studio that makes these games. Very much looking forward to see what they do next, whether it is X2, you know, Xenoblade Chronicles X2 or Xenoblade 3. Like, either way. Or if it's a new IP, another, you know, a new JRPG IP. I'm like, I'm there day one, dude. I'm a fan. Of, I've been a fan of this studio since Xenogears on the PlayStation through Xenosaga on the PS2 and now with Xenoblade with yeah. Nintendo. I mean, this is all one shared universe. Yes, that's pretty cool. Yes, it is. Um, very loosely tied together, though, because obviously, Xeno Gears is owned by one studio. Xeno Saga, the entire tril- trilogy, is owned by another studio, and now Xeno Blade is owned by Nintendo in terms of IP. So they're technically one shared universe, but very loosely tied together, so that they don't get themselves into legal trouble. There you go. So, <laughs> no, but, but this, last, this last song is really, it's really, it's pretty. Yeah, no, it's super pretty. I love the vocals. I love just how you know the acoustic guitar was used throughout. Um, it, it's a gorgeous track, dude. Absolutely gorgeous track, and a great way to close out this episode. So we are going to play the entire track to close out the show. Uh, again, it's one last year. We're going to play the entire thing, like five and a half minutes long. So make sure you stick around, listen to the whole thing. Very beautiful. Uh, but other than that, dude, that's going to bring us to the close of this bonus episode. The first bonus episode we've done since like the beginning of the year. The last bonus episode was Cuphead, which was in wow, January, which was in January. So, yeah, we're definitely picking it back up. We've already got the next one planned for August. We have one plan for every month for the, for the rest of the uh, the rest of the calendar year 2018. Uh, and like I said previously, we are going to commit to doing one bonus episode a month. Now, the day that these bonus episodes fall on is completely random. Uh, whenever we just have time to record the episode and put it up, but there will at least be one bonus episode every month um, in, you know, in conjunction with the BG Mania normal episode every Wednesday. Um, but yeah, dude, anything else you wanted to discuss before we get out of here today? Guys, if you like the soundtrack, you keep hammering home. Buy it, listen to it, love it. It's mm-hmm. freaking awesome. Yeah, it's so good, so good, so good. All right, we want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to a bonus episode of BG Mania made possible leveldowngames.com. Remember to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. I will always say this, we do not get enough submissions, so make sure you're submitting tracks for upcoming radio hours, upcoming themed episodes, and of course, that bonus episode we're doing in November. It's actually, is it? Yeah, that is our bonus episode. Uh, The bonus episode in November, which is going to be on Thanksgiving, November 22nd, a thankful episode, where it's an episode completely dictated by you. So we need at least 12, preferably 14 or 16 tracks for that episode. That is all fan submitted tracks. So listener submitted tracks, so to speak. Um, We definitely need your help to get all these tracks. So if you haven't submitted anything to us, and even if you have in the past, submit more tracks. We would love to have your tracks featured in our show. 
Regardless of where you're enjoying this content, be sure to share your support by leaving a review, and if you aren't already, subscribe to us on YouTube. You can also follow us over at twitch.tv slash leveldowngames for all the live streams and events, and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to follow us across social media. Check that description box in the, for the appropriate links. Uh, remember, this coming up Wednesday, we do have an episode on Amiga Music. That's Wednesday, August 1st, so tune in for that. Otherwise, taking us out of this bonus episode once again, we have One Last You from Xenoblade Chronicles 2, composed by Yasunori Mitsuda. Keep the music playing, and keep it loud. Thank you.